<laughs> hey! <Yeah>. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. So, this one's going to be difficult because I've known you for 13 years. Ish, yeah. And unlike a lot of my other friends where I know somebody for 13 years, but I only talk to them for like a year and then I don't see them for two or three years. And then we like kind of come back around for a year or two and then I move away. We've kind of kept in constant contact. Even if I haven't been living here, I can't think of a long period of time where we haven't been talking through like Messenger or something like that. Yeah. What What do you think the longest stretch of time has been where we didn't communicate in some sort of way? God, maybe like a month at most. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so with a lot of other, when I do these with friends, I generally have those gaps. And it's like, well, we can talk about the gaps because that's some shit that I don't know about. Or I try to get linked up with people that live other places, like other countries and shit. Mm. And with them, it's like, well, this is wide open. I can just, you live in Sweden? Like, fucking cool. Like, let's talk about <laughs> Sweden. With this, it's like, I know all these things. So we're going to have a fake conversation <laughs> where we talk about all the things that... I already know that you know that I already know, but other people don't know. So but maybe I, there's things you don't know <laughs> that I will bring up. So I kind of racked my brain over the last like couple of days, and I was like, what are the things that we've talked about, but that maybe we didn't ever get fully into? And what are the things about you that I like about you? And how have we had, even with Shane, when he was living in Colombia, and I was living here. Like we would have, he would do his own thing and I would do my own thing. And similar with like Justin, it's like, Oh, I'm, I see you and we're around each other. So like, how have you been? But we've always had, even if it's just like video games, there's always video games to talk about. Yeah. Like Shane didn't always, Shane will play fucking fallout. It's like, I don't want to talk about fallout. (laughs) I don't want to talk about the pit system, how awesome it is. (laughs) And I just, he ended up having, what, two kids now. And a lot of times when you have friends that have kids, that kind of makes them just, they just kind of go off and you never hear from them again. But you've also managed to raise a kid to 18 to out of the house while also not disappearing. Yeah. And you've managed to have a full-time job and be, you're, you're, you are legally married now. Yeah. We are legally married. But you still exist, right? Yeah. You're still here. Yeah. Just not on social media anymore, but yeah. (laughs) Are you not on anything now? No, nothing. Not Twitter? Uh, You got rid of your Twitter? No, no Twitter. The only thing I have Twitter for is just like to keep my like PSN uploads. And that's like a completely separate one from everything else. Like my main Twitter is gone. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. Uh, Like I'll sign into TikTok because my wife loves to send me TikToks. But (laughs) when I get a TikTok thing, 
it takes me to this weird screen because I don't have an account. Yeah. And half the time, like the links won't work for some reason. <laughs> and same with Twitter where if, when you used to send me a Twitter link, it would take me to that tweet. But if I wanted to see replies or yeah. threads, it was like, please sign in. Twitter's garbage like, now too. You can't even look at just like individual tweets now without having to sign in. Thank oh, you, Elon. They, Thank they you. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. I appreciate it. So if you were to send me a link now, I just couldn't even use it. No. It's absolutely dog shit. What made you say like, fuck it? I guess the big thing is like, I just don't care what other people are saying. This is like <laughs> 90% of everything that was going on either on Facebook or Twitter for me was somebody having spouting their political beliefs one way or another. And whether or not I disagreed with it, I'd say 60 to 70% of the time, it was probably something fake or yeah. not something made up that you could easily identify as just not being, you could just tell it was fake. And it's just like, you just get inundated with that. And at some point I'm just, I was just like, I, I can't even be on here. And then, uh, some of for Twitter for me was I had a couple friends that I communicated with pretty much directly on there. And we had a falling out because of a video game. Because of a video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> was some, some of my wow friends and, we had there was some was it a falling out about the game was it like oh yeah super nerd it, it, it got oh. it got it got super into that, that level of like Gosh. and like i'm not gonna say who was at blame or not because i have my own fault in this okay th but, in this drama but something that happened on it, world of warcraft yes was enough for your you've known these people for, for 15 years right. 18 years almost 20 years now at this point it's been that long since yeah. this game came out. Yeah, two thousand four. So next year is the twentieth. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they that was it was enough to say like it was basically the idea was you are not respecting our friendship enough that we no longer feel like we want to be friends with you. It wasn't about something that happened in the game. Oh, it was stuff that happened because like you of the, got an item. No, that, it wasn't because okay, of the item. That, it was okay. because I was hanging out with another subset of friends oh, in, in the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> but the chat function still works, right? Yeah. You're still communicating if they yeah, want. Yeah. And I'm still talking with them on discord and Twitter. And then I log in one day and oh, it's basically God. just like, I'm kicked out of the guild that I was one of the help founding members of which is the most nerdy bullshit thing that you could possibly say with the final fantasy dudes uh with, with or with my no 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 not them other okay. friends they were just world of warcraft exclusive friends the, basically the andrew and jason yeah don't exist in warcraft no uh, not anymore oh they they quit for they, yeah they haven't been in in years okay. but um and they were so mad and ticked off that it basically was we're gonna kick you out of the guild we're getting you kicked out of your our Twitter DM group. What the and it was basically like, hey, if you don't want me to be around, I'm just going to remove and block you as friends from other things, too. So and then there was this whole discourse of back and forth of kind of getting these long dissertation messages. And I can I, remember I was, in the Final Fantasy 11 days. Because there was no shared loot. Yeah. The friendships would disintegrate oh, yeah. over who got what item 
Yeah. I've... But I don't remember ever, like, you're not hanging out with me enough and you're hanging out with, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that's that, impressive at 40. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. So it's just like, and it, it still hurts and because like these were some of my closest friends. That you've met in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And, but at the same time, like I can't, I, I can't be, I can't go on living this kind of like back and forth. I'm, I'm too old to deal with this. So I'm just going to just move on <laughs> these uh, these people were similar age they're not like 20 year olds no they're like, they're like 40 they're 35 to yeah. like up mid 40s yeah wow so <laughs> so but so that was a big part of me getting rid of twitter and then but and then i just outside of that like i never was really active on instagram i had an instagram yeah, you to had just, one and then but yeah facebook to me it was just so bloated with things i didn't care about so i keep it uh, a messenger account just to communicate with friends and family. Yeah. And, but outside of that, I don't have really any active socials. The messenger thing is useful, especially for people with, if you don't have their actual phone number or I am in the habit, you're the only person that I really speak to on messenger, but it's this thing from like 10 years ago when cell phone service here was so bad I had to message you over a Wi-Fi connection, yeah. <laughs> not a cell phone connection. I think it was bad at the hospital. It was, too, yeah, right? I, I live in the black hole of cell phone reception where I work at. So it was just like my brain automatically is like, it's like send a message to Mike. And then I pushed the messenger thing. And it's the same thing, like back and forth. It's like, I could just text you. It just doesn't feel right. It, but it's just like, <laughs> it's like, is this not- what, how he wants to communicate with me now? Does it even matter anymore? Well, since you're not an iPhone guy. When I send the blue message to someone, I get that delivery notice. But, but when I'm, I send I'm it this... to you, it's like, it just goes out there somewhere. And it's like, did he get this? Or did he not? You, you don't like, like the green messages? No. I don't, I don't, <laughs> what does this mean? Did you, did you block me? You know? Cause on iPhone, if you send an iMessage and it goes green, either that person is out of like service range or their phone is off or they blocked you. You don't really know. Yeah. But it's also just because there was a point when we would message each other and the shit wouldn't go through. It was like, well, it goes through on Wi-Fi and my brain just became like wired. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like messenger is. Yeah. I have like, I have like three active people that I talk to on that. It's kind of where the, the family chat lives at. And then you and like a couple, a handful of other people. And that's about it. But that's that's kind of my go-to. And then I have a subset of, like, gaming friends that are on Discord and Discord alone. I've never used Discord. And then I have, like, two people that I text now. Like, I pretty much don't tech actually, like, text people anymore. That sounds so relaxing, though. <laughs> it is. It's like, it's I don't great. have to respond to anybody. No, it's great. I have no problem with facebook because i think it's like a good social thermometer or whatever of like lots of the shit that people especially the people around here and especially like (laughs) friends back home in the south there's just no way that this is a real thing that you're posting (laughs) 
but they like it's real to me you know like they believe it oh yeah 100 percent. and i think that it's kind of important to to know like these are the people that are out there like these are the people that we're dealing with on a daily basis and it is kind of i found a way for that shit to not annoy me and that's the number one thing that i hear from people about social media is like like david kind of went off of it and everything and it's just like oh it's just it's annoying it makes me mad people are dumb and it's like that's that's all true but we can't we can't pretend that they're not out there oh no i I, I don't pretend that i think when it came to the point when i was starting to block more people than i was interacting with i was just like okay why am i even here though i i never block anybody because i kind of enjoy like like the holy shit moment. It wasn't even like, on block. It was just like I just don't want you to. You're. I'm just gonna unfollow you from my feed. But oh, it's like shit doesn't pop up. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like. What's the point of being here now? Yeah. It's like when when I'm doing that to the majority of people, it's just like eh. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was stressful or it was causing me some sort of anxiety or I was just getting so upset. I, I, I'm hear, like, I hear that a lot. <laughs> but oh, it's just like. It's just like. It's like why am I here? In, in, the, in the first place it's like if i'm not interacting with you on any kind of meaningful level it's like i'm just gonna disengage like there's there's like the um the board slash like habitual open the app and look at it where it's just like oh i'm just I'll just scroll through it but i found like reddit is so much more interesting yeah and with reddit you can I use an app that is specifically like photo related Reddit where it doesn't show me any sort of threads that are just words. It has to be related to like, I post a picture and then there's like shit about the photo or contacts with it or whatever. But it still runs through all the different subreddits, but it's like, I can look at this and just see a post about like some moron saying that final fantasy seven is the best final fantasy. <laughs> and I can just keep scrolling without having to go into the comments. And these are all people I don't know. They're yeah. not even really people. It's just like these ideas that are thrown out. Yeah. I mean, and I use Reddit to a small degree, but it's, again, it's kind of similar to you. It's mostly just like, this is where I want to go if I'm bored and right. look, just look at some memes and, or. And it's totally taken the place of like Facebook or anything like yeah. that. Or I'll just go here and look at what's new and like, cause there's, there's subreddits for everything. Oh yeah, it's fucking crazy how many different is. No matter what weird shit you might be into, like there's a oh there's, there's, a there's, there's definitely yeah, and like, there's some subreddits you're just like, how does this even get onto my feed? Because I didn't want to be yeah. a part of this at all. Do you come on figurines? Here's the subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Check out my my work today. It's like, oh, oh, shit. It's like okay, you're into it. And the, the the shitty thing about Reddit right now is it's like you can unfollow a subreddit. But it still shows up on your feed for months, through like an ex- like the explore because of the, it, because it's in the algorithm you're in the algorithm because you've interacted with this subreddit once because you looked at a picture or whatever, and there, there, there's subreddits that. that I've just been well, it might be separate because I just use the app directly the official the official one? Reddit app okay. yeah yeah mine just I guess it pulls stuff from it so mine doesn't have it has like a. I don't know, like top posts, like a general area or whatever. But then I have to click to go into, if 
I don't have an account or anything where I'm subscribed yeah. to subreddits. I just click and like look at it, and then it's like, okay, done. Yeah, there's, no, there's no interaction of any sort yeah. ever, which is great. Because if you do decide to interact on Facebook, like you get the sweats afterwards. Oh, where yeah. it's like, oh my god, is somebody gonna say something? <laughs> is somebody gonna say something? And you're like, oh, yeah. Now, now there's an argument. I can choose to leave it, which is gonna make me mad for a little mm-hmm. while, or I can like interact with it, which is gonna make me mad for a little while. <laughs> I should have just not posted anything. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's where Discord kind of fills that gap for me to a lesser degree because I'm a member of some streamer discords and gamer discords that interest me so i at least get tentatively like-minded people that i interact with and even then i don't interact with fully with everything because that's only voice chat right or is there a there's four there's it's like, like forums and oh is there? text chat yeah i didn't even know that yeah so it's just like like i have one group that i'm a part of and it's basically like a lost art primary you don't even play that anymore no but like i interact with like small sections of it because they have like sub games where like fighting game channel and and like Diablo. inside the one game they have like discord there's well it's a streamer's discord it's not it's not but he's primarily a lost ark streamer isn't that crazy yeah and so he just i just go and like like this one dude has an entire community forum where people discuss completely unrelated shit to the dude. Yeah. But people just like, because he wants his idea is the community is greater than him. So it's just like, like I mean, that's a great (laughs) philosophy, but it's a lot of work getting to that point. It's a lot of work. Holy shit. I mean, it started off with being a world of Warcraft repository versus a lost Ark one. But when he moved away from World of Warcraft, it transitioned into the next game that he followed. And that next game was bigger, had a bigger audience than when he was... Uh, Is Warcraft uh, dying? Ish. Yeah. I would say so. I mean, it's lost its appeal with me, but that's not anything... I don't beyond. hear... You don't hear about it the way that you used to. No, but you, you still have people that... Like I still have friends that are like deep, deep into it. And some people are into the retail side, which is the, the up-to-date modern version of it. And then I have a couple friends that are like super into like the hardcore classic side. Yeah. And that's cool. That they want to play with like 2003 yeah. 8-bit graphics that look like dog shit. But do the graphics are reverted? Yeah. It's like the oh, original shit. like version of that game. That's pretty funny. It, and it's terrible. But at the same time, like they're putting out like awesome content that's funny as shit to to watch. Are there moments in your life where your memory is somewhat blurred between this happened in real life and this happened in a game? No, I mean i i <laughs> i have I have very distinct <laughs> memories and like very fond memories of things that happened in a game, and I can remember like what in my life was happening around that. But what, what was your life at peak Warcraft playing? Were oh, you God. In, were you in school? Yeah, I was in living college? at, I was living at home. So I was living here with my parents driving to junction every day to go to school for four classes that I would, I'd wake <sighs> up at six in the morning, be to class at eight. 
be there until three thirty or four in the afternoon because that was when my last all, class was. So they're all spaced out too. Yeah, but I'd go turn up. I'd go to the library and put on World of Warcraft or on the library on, computers. I, I, oh, no, on my on laptop. Your laptop. Or I don't know. So I was like, that would be like my idle part of my day. I was not doing homework. It was playing World of Warcraft on campus somewhere. And then you go home. And then I go home and play more World of Warcraft. What was your What was your nightly routine like? Go home. When did, like when did you go to bed? Oh, if if I had class, it was probably like one or two. In That's the not bad. Well, we're getting up at six. Getting up at six. So four, four, four or five, five hours. My nightly routine was going to bed at like three to four. And oh, then waking yeah. up at like eleven to twelve. Oh, if I didn't have class or weekends, it was like four or five in the morning. What? What do you think the longest amount of time that you played in one, like not counting, like if you got up to like eat something, but like you logged in and then you logged out. Oh God. Just specifically world of Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically Warcraft. 28, 30 hours. Oh shit. There was there was a couple nights with like expansions came out or, Dude, that's so or big events or big raids or something that you're gearing up to go do would come out and you would just go and farm what you need to. You get into a group of call, get into Ventrilo with your friends and. I remember that. Does that exist still? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I'm assuming somebody's like two people in the world are still using Ventrilo <laughs> servers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and and that was the thing too is like. It wasn't even like you were actively playing World of Warcraft, and I was like, I was so engaged with wanting to play this game. It's like, no, I'm playing World of Warcraft, but I'm in this vent call with my friends, bullshitting. And even then, when I that was when I still drank, you would be having drinks with your friends, playing World of Warcraft, getting drunk with your friends <laughs> while doing dungeons, or like every time you die, you would have to take a shot or some some idiocracy kind of th- bullshit were you 25 yeah i mean it was it was before so it was basically right up until the point where i met my wife and started working at gamestop <laughs> was kind of like it was like uh, yeah, all so was... world of warcraft until that point and then once i met my wife and we started dating and doing the relationship stuff that it's gotta, world of warcraft it's went away it's and, yeah that, that went away for like four <laughs> or five years until she until i was in deep enough that i could start playing again <laughs> and then she couldn't get rid of me <laughs> is there any 40 are you 42 now i'll be 42 next month okay is there any 41 year old man brain that looks back and is like what the fuck were you doing or do you look back as like this was the best thing i could have been doing at the time i don't know because i think part of it is like video games were such a hobby for me like and that was my escapism like right i didn't care I, who care who i didn't care who knew i played video games uh, yeah i'm with you but, but i don't but, look back and go like Man, I shouldn't have sat down and I, th- I think that played say, 30 hours of World of Warcraft this <laughs> night. Like, I don't regret any of that. When you say video games or a hobby or an escape, 
And then you say, I played 30 hours in a row. <laughs> it's like, so you gotta, you gotta escape, right? <laughs> yeah. At that point, I mean, this isn't a judgment because this is exactly what I did <laughs> in Final Fantasy 11. But I do wonder, I would say it was a solid five years that I played that shit like daily. Yeah. Would it be possible in some other timeline where I took those five years and invested them into some sort of like future version <laughs> of myself where I would look back? Cause I have nothing but positive memories of that. Like I honestly, those are probably one of like the best times of my life was that like as lame as it sounds like that friendship that you would build with those people. Mm -hmm. But like, would I trade that now for like, Hey, you got a, you're a doctor. And it's like, well, for, for me, maybe, maybe you have a nice job. Well, as I say <laughs> so, for me, like it, it wasn't like I wasn't actively like not doing other things. Like I was going to concerts and I was going to, parties and hanging out with my friends and going golfing and doing things with my parents and hanging out and still doing those things on. Okay. But it wasn't like I was like just trapped in my room and this is all I did for eternity. That is what I did. <laughs> yeah. I did not do any of those other things. I would get invited or asked to go do those things. And it was like, no, I got to be on at six o'clock. Like we're killing Ultima. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I got to be there. I mean, it, I, I pretty much was like in a guild that you know, we basically was like Fridays and Saturday nights were off limits for in games, like event stuff that we did because really? everybody wanted to have like personal lives and do things. You lucked out. And, and, but nine times out of 10, You're we were, anyway. we were all hanging out <laughs> still playing the video game anyway. So it wasn't like we weren't doing, it was just what, if the option was there for us to have to go do things. And like, if I had a concert to, that I wanted to go to in Denver or whatever, and I went with my dad, and it was on a Wednesday, and that was raid day, you would like, still go. To I the would concert. still go. See, I feel like my escape was real life, and that my life was the game. Yeah, that it was totally flipped to where everything in Final Fantasy came first, and the other shit came second. And when I look back on like, maybe I missed some concerts. Maybe I missed some times hanging out in real life. Like, I don't care at all. It's like, oh no, I had a, I had a better time. So at that age, 20, like let's say, let's say two tw to 27, tw yeah. or something in there. What I would be doing if I would be going out would be going out with like the guys from the tattoo shop and we would go to the strip club. Or we would go to I, cruisers. Oh, Remember cruisers? <laughs> cruisers! <laughs> and like, I didn't enjoy that. So it was like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to play the game. And that was way more fun than, because I didn't, I didn't drink. Like just sitting at a bar. Yeah. Watching people <laughs> drink. Like, I don't know. So it yeah, just became terrible. like more and more about that. But if I look at the bigger picture, why didn't you put more effort into school? Why didn't you become a surgeon? It's like, yeah. Like what, why didn't you graduate? 
right. Is, yeah. is it Final Fantasy's fault? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it would be very hard to say. Well, you couldn't say it had nothing to do with it. Like, is it directly the reason why? I mean, Probably is the reason not. I had like a 2.6 grade point <laughs> average related to World of Warcraft? Absolutely. Did I care? No, because I was balancing this idea of like, I could play this video game and have a good time with my friends, but I could also work minimally enough to kind of accomplish the thing that I you want to get. I mean, I, w- I was of the old adage of A's, it pays to get A's, but C's get degrees kind of thing. So, <laughs> so, you, so my- have, you have a higher ranking IT job now. Yes. You're not you're not grunt IT. No. You're management IT. Ish, or, yes. Man- yeah, okay. Yeah. Supervisor, essentially. When you got the job, when you got promoted, when you got promoted again, did you ever have to tell someone what your GPA was? No. In college? Never. Right. Never. Okay. Nobody <laughs> has ever cared what my GPA was. I've right. never had to provide that transcript. All I've I've had to maybe uh, show minimal proof that I have a diploma that you did graduate, graduate right. but outside of that, no, I have just started saying I have a college degree when I fill out applications or whatever. Yeah. No one's ever asked for it. No yeah. one's ever been like, what was your, what, what extracurricular activities did you do in high school? It's like, we, we, yeah, we, nobody, nobody asked that. Well, and like, were you in student it, government? If you look at like my job, like, there was a guy I used to work with who had a degree in photography and it's like the degree gave him more, more money. Right. Because he had a, he could prove that he had a degree, but outside of that, like his degree with, in whatever field, whether it was the bachelor of arts or whatever, didn't matter. Yeah, so and then the, <laughs> the GPA is like, it could have been, you can graduate with like a 1.0, right? Yeah, I'm like not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting like I'm some cum laude on there or some shit. <laughs> I'm just saying I graduated. That's Here, here's the paper. Yeah, look at it. I printed it off. And the funny Walgreens. thing was, is like I graduated right at the time when Mesa, right before Mesa transitioned to Colorado Mesa University. Right. So I actually have two diplomas. I paid to get a diploma that says I have a Bachelor of Science from Colorado, Colorado Mesa. Mesa. Yeah, it looks because, better. Because it looks better. Because nobody's going to know who the, what, what the is Mesa, is Mesa, Mesa State. State. <laughs> but yes, back to your original question. Like, no, like I don't have any regrets of the, that time. Like I could have been spending towards other things because at that time I was doing the things that I felt matter to me most and I wouldn't have changed it. Like, I will give you a seg your own segue here. Okay. Like I was freshly out of the Navy when I got back out of home. It went it went high school. I went high school Navy. I literally was two weeks eighteen before I went to boot camp. What you were born in July. August. 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 So you graduated in, in August? I graduated in May. May, May, May. Turned eighteen in August and went to boot camp two weeks later. So you did get your summer. At least yeah. Oh yeah. Before. Yeah. I was, I was absolute freaking belligerently drunk 90% of the time I, during that time. That's so funny. I can't <laughs> picture it. And the funny thing is like, now I was like, I haven't drank. I've probably been sober for eight years now. Sober meaning not like, drunk or not. You haven't even had I a drink. Have no drinks at all. Zero. In eight years. Yeah. I remember we used to go to roosters 
with your dad and you guys would like have a beer. Yeah. So that was over eight years ago. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But so like I was freshly out of the Navy and one of the things the Navy kind of forces you to be or transitioning to is this idea of being a good soldier or a good sailor or whatever branch of the military you're in. And when you get out, you're a civilian and learning how to be just a normal human ass being in the regular world is baffling because you don't have this structure around you anymore of like, these are the rules and guidelines that you can adhere to. You are now free to do whatever the fuck you want. Too much freedom. Too, and you, so a lot of, for a lot of people, it is too much freedom. And they don't know how to transition back in. Uh, I was very fortunate that my parents allowed me to come home and live with them for a little bit. I moved away to Washington for a little bit. Lived with a friend from the Navy. We both got out. But after I blew all of my savings <laughs> up there... I had to come home back home and live. And, but the theme for me was like, I had school to focus on then. Cause I started uh, going to college when I was up there and then transitioned full time when I moved back. But my parents were very gracious enough to, for me to live with their house in my room. So basically when I went to my 10 year reunion, I was doing the exact same thing <laughs> I was doing in high school 10 years prior, I was living at home and going to school. Playing Warcraft. Playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, a lot of like playing video games and escaping into these virtual worlds, for lack of a better word, is just like is me trying to be able to kind of like find myself again and learn how to communicate with people again. That's not being in the military and just saying fuck every three, three words out of my mouth. Because it, it basically in the Navy, it's just like, fuck this, fuck that. I'm going to go fucking here. I'm going to drink, get some fucking girls. Don't go to these fucking things, do these fucking things. And it's just like, no, I don't want to. Like, you got to learn how to talk like a normal human again. Yeah. Especially if you go <laughs> to like a retail job. Yeah. So like my first retail job when I was living in Washington, I worked at Best Buy. And I had to learn how to interact with customers. I was a socially awkward kid. I didn't know how to like approach people and ask them like if they needed help with something. So that was kind of the basis of me like transitioning into retail. And I got here, I started working at Blockbuster. Remember what it was like trying to teach like the young teenage kids at GameStop how to have a conversation with a customer? Yeah. And then you you were like the consummate professional at the way like Howdy, folks. Like, Howdy. Always with the folks, like every time. And hey, folks, like, how you doing? <laughs> it's like, this guy has no fear when it comes to talking to a random stranger. And then you're telling me that you were like, how, how many years before was that at Best Buy? Like three or four? Best Buy was probably about five years before. And then I worked at Blockbuster for a couple of years. And then I worked at Walmart. For a couple of years after that, before I worked at was GameStop, it, was it just all the practice? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. You start. I think Blockbuster with because you, you were forced to interact with people, and God, you have to interact <laughs> with all types. 
Blockbuster and GameStop are almost equivalent in the customer base that you have to deal with. It's a lot of families. It's a lot of parents looking for something for their kids. But you also have these like weird sweat jobs that just come in randomly that are just like die hard for this one like obscure thing that <laughs> you may or may not have. <laughs> what are the chances that like what was 2005's blockbuster not blu-rays yet DVD? dvds and we had vhs still you still have vhs you still had some vhs like how's your foreign cinema selection at montrose blockbuster <laughs> yeah. what how were people even watching that shit back then like you had special order stuff in sometimes for people if they to had rent like, Sometimes you would special order a VHS tape of some foreign film so that a guy could come in and pay $3 to rent it. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Sometimes a lot of times it was, he was just paying for very specific things. Um, so like you would get it shifted to another store. You, it's it for, so that one person would rent it that one time. Right. And then, Three months later, another store would request it, and you just send it off. They probably had one copy in all of Blockbuster. I can't for this remember thing. ever. I don't know if I even knew that was an option that you could get some weird, obscure shit at Blockbuster. Did you have people that were always coming in? Like, no, I, it this? was. Can you get this? It was no. pretty rare, for the most part. So, it's really. I can't picture you being socially awkward and I can't picture you being a raging drunk <laughs> and you're saying were, were those simultaneous like your drinking years were your socially awkward years. So, so socially awkward years started in high school, <laughs> well, but that's, here, here's that's the, for yeah, but here's the, here's, let me give some context to this. It was like, I was one of those people that was friends with everybody. And like, so like I didn't really like get bullied or beat up by the jocks or I wasn't picked on by the preps or anything. Like I was friends with everybody there, but I was socially awkward. And the fact is like, I didn't know how to like go out and like talk to girls or go out and like, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, in, in that sense. So you still could have, you could have worked at GameStop in high school and felt totally comfortable. Yeah. That's totally different than asking somebody on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get but it. But I get it. I also was, in, but it's just like, I also was socially awkward in the way I dressed because I wore like XXL large t shirts and. You had the Dragon Ball shirts. Too, I had right? I had the Dragon Ball silk shirts, and I also had this. That's my awesome. favorite shirt back then was this extra large Final Fantasy VII shirt that had Cloud on it. You had the Illusion of Gaia shirt. I had right? the Illusion of Gaia shirt. <laughs> so it's like, but but if you look at it back like back then, like nobody was wearing like anime and video game shit back then. No, that's so, actually where we were going to end up with, with this. So that's, that's good. So so you. You talk about like being socially awkward and it's like, like I was, I was the cool kid, the 2020 cool kid. Yeah. And in 1997 yeah. and 2003 <laughs> right, before right. that stuff became socially acceptable. But it was just like, but, okay. and, but I was also, the, I was also watching anime and like, 
in do, watching those things. Like my, every time I go to Junction, I go to Sam Goody and did they have the next record of Lotus War and Evangelion VHS? And, You're one of <laughs> two friends, you and my friend Morgan from Connecticut, that remember the pain of the $30 VHS <laughs> yeah. at Best Buy with two episodes yeah. of a 24-episode season. So 36 episodes, that's probably 17 18, VHS 18 tapes VHFs. at $30 a piece. It's like $500 yep. to, to watch Dominion Tank Police. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like... And you, and you did it. Yeah. I was like, you did it. I was like, and, and sometimes it'd be like, man, they have the next one. And sometimes you go up there and they didn't have your episode that right. you were on. Next. Right. But they had two, but two, two, uh, two. Yeah. Like, oh. And you're like, I got to buy this. <laughs> like, here we are. It used to take up so much space because it would be like 20 VHS. And that would just be like the one season of the one show. Yeah. And they would just have like racks and racks. I had these deep bookshelves. Oh, that so you, you could so you, so could, you could stack, stack them, and so you had like the first like two or three episodes were in the front, so you knew like where to pull from to watch your stuff. But is there any? This isn't necessarily a serious question, <laughs> but it kind of is. Is there any resentment that all that shit is now? the popular thing you said you didn't get picked on or bullied. I don't remember ever getting picked on or, or singled out for like, Oh, you like nerd shit, but there was definitely the overarching feeling that everybody knew that I was into nerd shit, which oh, yeah. made you not cool. No, that, that's where I was I gonna go. Get made like, fun of for and, it. and that's where I was gonna go. Is okay. like, like I was, I, I had like a certain subset of group of friends. Like I had my D and D, Rotsy, video game friends. I had like a really sub close set of like my two closest friends or three closest friends were. We did everything. It was the same interest in music, same interest in video games, interest in anime. Like that's all we did. Uh, but I also had my dirt bike friends and like. I, I was a very eclectic person back then. And I don't have any resentment to it, but you you definitely know like you're being outcasted a little bit from doing certain things or being invited to parties or whatever because there was just an <laughs> unwritten rule that like the hot girls just weren't interested. Oh yeah. Even if like they were pleasant to you. And not like they're nice to you out of pity, but like you're friends with them. Yeah. You would consider them a friend, but you just knew like I'm that type. <laughs> so it's just like, it, not that it's like not going to happen because I'm a loser. It was just like, she lives in Croatia and I live in California. Like yeah. it's just never going to work well, out. Yeah. There's no way. But that has oh you definitely like there was there was a a pecking order to like like where i sat in the social status of girls at that time because like i didn't have an active girlfriend in high school it was all 
friend-zoned, like, I would go on what I would consider a date, but it was always like, thanks for taking me, buddy. Have a good well, time. <laughs> the only girlfriends that I had would be other girls that were into like the punk rock thing or like what came to be known as like the alternative girl or whatever. Yeah. Right. And it was, I guess it's this totally different thing. Like starting to like skateboard and get into like the punk thing. That was a completely different thing than the nerd thing. And they can coexist. You can go skateboard and go to a show and then come home and play Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Not not that I did that because I would have been like 10 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it became like, oh, you're cool. It's going to be hard to explain some shit from high but the, school. The, the two you're, aren't usually You're tattooed. Yeah. You got piercings. You're cool. But underneath that, it's like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, I just tricked you. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going home to play Final <laughs> Fantasy 11. Yeah. And you just don't know that yet. <laughs> but slowly over time, and I'm, I'm guessing it has a lot to do with Marvel, this shit has just completely come around to where, not that I'm in the high schools, but you see high school kids out and about, it almost feels like that whole segregation just doesn't even exist anymore. Well, it's Fucking like, Sierra yeah. is a huge Marvel fan. She posts shit on Facebook, like breaking down in-depth details of how quantum mania related all the way back to like Iron Man 2. And it's like... You? Yeah. This is you? Yeah. Like, you were 16, and you would fucking Dude, rag shit on, on us. us. <laughs> yeah. You would rag on 30-year-old men about how nerdy they were, and now you have become that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I hope that you realize. I hope like, her relationship with Nate is so much closer now. <laughs> like, how... And like game, she loves Game of Thrones. Like she was always on Facebook, like posting about this stuff. And it's like, do they, does this younger generation realize or has it just happened so naturally that it's just become, it's like an ancient thing of the past, right? Like, I think the stigma of a lot of that stuff shifted as, as like we grew up with that stuff we pass that fandom or excitement onto our kids, like saying, Hey, it's okay to be a fan of cartoons or video games or whatever. And then you, you can appreciate that stuff. And then, but you also have to look at like your friends too. Like, like back to Sierra's point, it's like, who is she hanging out with? Like, who is she watching these stuff stuff with? Because like, if you look at like, possibly who who they were hanging she was hanging out with in high school like those were pe- people that were probably like you you're into you're into that shit yeah and maybe she secretly was like i, I love captain america he's my favorite <laughs> to be very generous let's say that 20% of us when we were kids were into this nerdy shit 
So you're saying that we grew up and we passed it on to the kids and it became more of an accepted normal thing. But it was still that small 20% of us doing that. Yeah. So how did that small 20% balloon out into like the Marvel movies being the biggest releases of the year? This is like, going to be some real it, nerd shit if you really want me to get into like mathematical numbers of like <laughs> factorial equations. and. <laughs> well, yeah, because... So, it, because it it's had like, to go. You think about it. It's like one, like one person has, let's say, two kids on average for whatever reason. Okay. Those two kids are now friends with two or three other friends. Right. Right. So now those two or three other friends in this pyramid scheme are also passing that stuff off onto their kids and but, their friends. But how come their friend isn't being like? You fucking loser playing video games because aren't their parents no longer saying to them like video games are a waste of time. Video games are for losers. They could be, but at the same time, like maybe like, man, I really want to go hang out with Sean at his house and play some more Fortnite tonight (laughs) because my mom won't let me play it. Because you know that shit is happening now. Maybe you're right. But I also think too, like... Look at phones and tablets and all that other shit. Like video games are now more prevalent, whether we consider a mobile game an actual video game, but like more people are interacting with these devices in a way that video game, like playing a game on a TV for an hour or two isn't as stigma as maybe when we were kids, that shit was so young that we were dealing with like the kiss parents of the seventies where it was like, Nobody thinks Kiss is evil anymore. Yeah. It was like that initial like fear. And within a couple of years, it's like, oh no, Kiss is kind of like a joke. Like Guar is kind of, they're not serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, maybe Iron Maiden what, really isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what happened where it was like the people that weren't into games when we were kids mm-hmm. were like, I'm not into it, but it's not like. It's not terrible. It's not the devil or anything. So they were more lenient towards their kids getting into it. Cause overall it was a pretty cool thing to be into. I think things like, and, and it's stupid for me to say, because I, I hated the system when it came out, but things like the Wii and like, and like the Wii U and stuff that allowed parents to interact more with their kids in a, in a, a video game style that they could more easily understand or grandparents, even to that matter. Can, like Nintendo's brilliant for doing that shit. Like those systems were bad. They were absolutely <laughs> terrible. Like if you love video games, those were bad systems. I can't think of a single good game that I would go back and play on those. Mario Galaxy. I never played Mario Galaxy. You never played it? No. Bayonetta 2. I'm not going to go back and play on it. <laughs> Could you imagine if oh, you tried? Oh God, it would be so bad. <laughs> it was bad trying to play it on the first time. <laughs> but I, I think the, that, it's it's the the reverse pyramid scheme is like the one blossoms into two and like what well, happened it happened quick and but it happened quick but i think it also happens with generational shifts in video games too like when when we were watching stranger things with jade she's 14 it's probably like 12 or 13 because what has it been like three or four years the show's been going yeah it was, I had to explain. It was me. 
Got a blaster. The, when I was a kid, like we got made fun of for this kind of shit because she didn't understand the social dynamic of like, why are these kids getting made fun of? Yeah, why is, D, why is D&D so bad? That it's like, oh, they're getting made fun of because they're losers that play video games. That was like a totally foreign concept to her that that used to happen. I had to be like, yeah, like we used to really get like I and you say like never got like physically attacked or anything or bullied. But I did see like it was generally <laughs> like the actual nerdy kids. No, I know exactly. Get, yeah, he, he, I know exactly on. who you're talking because about. Because you would get put like, oh, I read comics and I play video games and I watch this weird like, Japanese cartoons. They'd be like, oh, you're a nerd. But there were the, like the say by the bell nerds. Yeah. Right. Where like, like Giddy pushed into the lockers and, <laughs> right, right. Or, and, and it's like, actual, like we're different. Yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're not the same. Yeah. Like I say, I'm socially awkward. They're completely like, <laughs> like they can barely even hold conversations yeah. with normal people. And, not that it would ever, I ever tried to be friends with them, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I was like, but I wasn't actively mean to them, but it's just like, yeah, they just existed. They just existed. Yeah. And, it's like, and you feel bad for them, but yeah, yeah, maybe. but it is a weird thing to say, especially like, like if you think about the D and D theme now, like I remember my parents when I asked them if I could play D and D and this was back in the eighties, my mom had a small little conniption fit about me playing D D because it was the idea of like this this is the devil and like that that yes. kind of thing. i was like mom it is it is not that bad <laughs> trust me <laughs> but and i finally coerced her and our bookstore had books here so i was able to like get books and show them to her that it like what it wasn't that bad and i didn't have anybody to play with for until i was actually in high school but i still like I had, it was introduced to it, but you look at it now and you have like things like critical role and like my friend, she does her own little like YouTube D and D session thing that does somewhat decent to me. It's like, like that's crazy to me. Jade had a teacher at the school that did like Monday and Tuesday after school D and D games. Yeah. It was like at school. Yeah. I learned how to play like battle tech at high school and middle school because we had a sci-fi and history club that i was a part of and it was like tabletop board games so you'd go and get your little miniature figures and oh yeah yeah, yeah. that shit is so overwhelming (laughs) when you go to one of those i don't even know what you would actually call them they're like tabletop conventions yeah yeah. and you go in the back and there's the massive like 10 foot long table it's like six feet wide and there's like a whole forest like on the table. And yeah. it's like, I, I couldn't even, I can't even sit down and learn how to play magic. There's no way I'm going to sit down and learn how to play. Yeah, and I did that shit for these years. Games. I don't actively play as much as I want, as I used to, but I still play like for 40 K and stuff. Is there a rulers involved? Yeah, there are rulers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, giant rule books that are like, you know, three inches thick. And <laughs> I think that when the rulers come out, it's like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Actual measurement is beyond me. I think the, the dice 
is the one step too far. Cause I can play a video game that's doing the dice roll and I don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, this is totally fine. But the second that you're like throwing them and like counting and like using a pencil, it's like, I, this is, I can't, it's, it's just like, it's boring. I, I think there's a the entertainment. I think there's value. a level like it's boring until you find the thing that you get excited about it for. Like there's a really like crappy thing in like 40 K where you're going to be rolling like 40, 50 dice sometimes they're all D sixes, but you're rolling them all at once. And you're looking to try to get like four or five hits. And that's all you're doing out of 50 dice, but you only have like what a is one in like, six chance, like a one in six chance to hit. Is it like a machine gun with like 50 yeah, rounds? Or, but you have, or you have like, it's like, 50 guys or that could shoot once or and you got to roll all every one of them individually and then you got to sit there and move but them yeah and look at yeah they... but the excitement is is like it's this it's to me it's it's an idea of it's like it's chess with a little bit more interaction do you have the time to do that kind of stuff anymore i have to make time when i want to do it but yeah but, so i bought that dark souls board game which uh that fantasy flight one or whatever I don't remember who made it. It comes with the tiles yeah. and you lay the tiles out and it comes with miniatures and then it comes with cards and dice. And then I get out the rule book and it's like a 45 minute process of like setting it up. And then to play through the game was like two hours. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, so I'm going to make the time to play this. I actually have to make like hours to even like get started with it. It's, you have to read the rules. You have to understand the rules. And Megan, my, my wife, bought me a board game um, one time, and it was something I was super excited for. And I, we busted out, and we start breaking out. It takes us an hour and yeah. a half yeah. to just break open the pieces to <laughs> even set up the table. And by the time we even look at the rules, it's two hours. And we're like, no, we're not going to play this game anymore. <laughs> And then it just got thrown up on yeah, a shelf somewhere and it never saw, saw it from again. And I tried like, to play it. Twice. I appreciated the gift because it was, it was great, but trying to actively play that game was a chore and a nightmare. But I think if I had to do it now, like learn a new game that was similar to doing that now, it would be very difficult for me. Cause like setting the, the time to do that stuff right. is so like, I feel like I could just be doing better things with my time. I could be watching a show. I could be playing a video game. I could, you know, maybe actually do something around the house that <laughs> needs to be done that it doesn't get gets put off because I play video games or, you know, have a full-time job. But it's just like, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know if I would do it now, but because I have that rule set ingrained in me from when, uh, from a time when I had the opportunity to learn it, it's fine. Do you feel or do you realize how much you lucked out that you were into all this nerd shit that as you grew older (laughs) could possibly become like more and more useless to you (laughs) as a way to interact Right. Like you may continue to enjoy your nerd shit forever, mm-hmm. but the ability to use that nerd shit to enrich other people's lives. I would have imagined at 15, at 20 years old, 
that it was the ability to use it in a, in a positive way yeah. for others was just getting narrower and narrower. But you started dating somebody that had, how old was Haley when you started dating Megan? She was, she would have been six. And so what, this is a generalization. The older Haley got, the more into nerdy shit she became. Yes. To the point that you and her have been able to connect and interact because you're both into nerdy shit. Yes. But you realize that that could have gone oh, a million gone. other ways. It could have gone south so fast. <laughs> but do you think that as she was growing older, your nerdiness influenced her into nerdy shit or were you both traveling like a parallel line that just kind of became closer and closer together where you like met on it? No, I think there was definitely some influence from me on that. I, she may disagree. I don't know. <laughs> okay. When I met her, she was very tomboyish, but at the same time, like, she was just this very independent kid. She, And she still very much is as an adult. She knows what she likes. She interacts with what she likes. She just doesn't interact with the things that she dislikes. And we move on. But at the same time, like, I've been very fortunate that I don't think we were, our paths were parallel, per se. I think they just happened to intersect at the... The very somewhere very opportune time to where we could have those things and i was able to have bonding experiences with her taking her taking her to the things that i was in into like taking her up to the denver comic-con a couple times took her to blizzcon once which is a crazy yeah like does she realize yeah that she lucked out getting you yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. I don't mean <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. antagonistically, but <laughs> yeah. like she, living here, she could. And you said she was a tomboy. She could. Uh, she could love guns. Yeah, she could love trout fishing or big trucks or like who knows. But she could have a big old dip in her mouth right she, now. So. <laughs> right. There was the chance that, like you could have kept doing what you do and she could have gone some other direction or that you could have not, you could have dropped your video game shit in your twenties and gotten into like carpentry as a hobby or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then she could have been like, Oh, Dota two is the best game ever. Yeah. And you would have been like, what the fuck ah, is that? Shit. Or <laughs> I wish I would have kept my video yeah. game ways. We could have connected. You guys could have just, like gotten further and further apart. Yeah. But you both, this isn't a negative thing. The way you said, yeah, I mean, no, it's not no, like you think I'm no, going no, somewhere no, no, fucked no. up with this. It's, is it purposeful in the grand scheme of life that that's how it worked out? Or is it just pure coincidence? Or was it like, she doesn't have, as far as I remember, she doesn't have much interaction with her dad. No. So you are a stepdad, but you're not. Yeah. I don't consider you stepdad. I consider you dad. She can, so 
that is a very stigma word around <laughs> okay. all of this. Okay. So she doesn't even refer to me. She, she, she only refers to me as stepdad when she introduces me to people that don't know our relationship. Outside of that, I'm just Mikey. Yeah, like, I've always been Mikey. Like, yeah, that, and that's it. But back to your point a little bit, it's, it's not even our paths intersected in such a way that she that i fully influenced her she influenced some of what i crossed over into with her as well because it's a given pull of the relationship for us it's like so you um, saw she's really into league of legends right yeah you weren't but you saw this is me guessing yeah well this is a video game and she's into it i can try to be into it yeah 100%. Most, I don't know if that's true. There are plenty of parents out there that would be like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, or like, no, you're not going to do this. Or you're into Minecraft. I think that's stupid. It's like, no, I think. (laughs) That would be a tough one. That would be a tough one. For me, like, so for me, Minecraft was like virtual Legos to to a lesser degree. I think it's a a very good place where she was able to engage with her imagination in ways that she couldn't at home or couldn't uh didn't know how to express herself outwardly in in a way i guess would be the best way to say it so she had that form of expression she also had that form of expression with the sims and it was one of those scenes like i am and still not interested in playing (laughs) the sims as a video game but I am always interested when she wants to show me something interesting that she built in those worlds or built uh, or the some life that she created or some relationship that she's having in the Sims. Like that stuff was, I felt like her wanting to engage with me was just as interesting and gave me joy as much as me being able to interact and share that stuff with her. And She's to the point now where I will introduce her to something or, and she'll just roll her eyes (laughs) because she has no interest at all. But I still try every once in a while. I I get a a cool response and like, and like um, my Megan, she's into playing like switch games and doing stuff with now. And she tries to interact with Haley a little bit on that stuff too. And Haley, rolls her eyes, but she does try to show feign some interest in, <laughs> in that. But it's, it's a, it's to me, it's like, you can't just be the one to influence them. Like they have to have some influence on you to, for that to be reciprocal in, in, in a sense, because if you don't, if it's just one sided. It's, at some point they're going to hate everything that you tried to force upon them. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah. You have to play final fantasy 11 with me. Yeah. yeah. So, out. so like when she wanted to play like world of Warcraft, sure. I'll let you play world of Warcraft. I'll pay for a sub for you. And whether you play it for one month or eight months, and it was always a daunting thing for her. So she never got progressed very far, mm-hmm. but she would always try to interact and have questions and, but it's it's interesting to see as she's growing up the themes that she's interested in. And I, th- I don't think I think it's a little bit of a generational theme too. 
when they specifically for her when she finds something she's interested she stays interested in it for pretty much for forever like like she's still super into minecraft she's still super into playing league of legends she's still playing put putting thousands of hours into the sims and And she still plays the sims yeah holy shit so that's impressive so it's just they're so like those interests don't let go and like again it's one of those generational things i think where we were always you know Finding what's what's the new video game? I gotta get I gotta get to the new video game. It's gonna be so cool. <laughs> and but nowadays it's like I I try to only interact with the things that I want to put my time into because it's so so limited. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh. <laughs> Where was I gonna go with that? Oh, so the BlizzCon thing is in uh, San Anaheim. Okay. Where is where is that? What is that next to? It's L.A. Basically L.A. Okay. It's real, literally right. Anaheim Convention Center is literally right across the street from Disney. How, how many people go to that thing? That one, the one that we went to. You, you actually know how many people were there? Was probably 30,000-ish, maybe. That's, that number seems low, but that number seems outrageously high. <laughs> it but I've been, but I've been to conventions that are two hundred thousand plus. What would that be? San Diego Comic Con. Is that it's that big? Yeah, that's like the daily average is like two hundred thousand people. Is it enjoyable when it's that big? Oh, that's a loaded question. So I have a very love hate relationship with conventions because <laughs> I really enjoy going to conventions. I think you can get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I think there's things that are fun to interact with, but things like San Diego comic con and even BlizzCon the last time we went to a le- to a lesser extent were almost too big for the market that they were trying to adhere to. Because it's like, if there's a panel that you want to go to, like I went to the gears of war Cliff Blazinski panel when I went to Comic Con for Gears Three. This is this is how old it was two thousand two thousand nine. Okay. Or was it two thousand nine or two thousand ten? Was my last one. Two thousand ten was the two thousand ten one. I waited in the same panel room for four hours to watch this one. 45 minute panel with cliff Blazinski because you needed a seat because we needed a seat and we were guaranteed to stay because they didn't weren't kicking people out of the room for every so did you sit through other stupid panels i was through other stupid panels <laughs> you one of my autograph no <laughs> i got a picture from like uh <laughs> 50 feet away <laughs> okay. but i gotta i gotta see him <laughs> dude's a legend he now. is i know oh, cool. i was in the presence of greatness <laughs> I had a friend who wanted to go to the Marvel panel spent all day, literally like 12 to 16 hours. I can't remember how long he spent in waiting in this panel room to go see the Marvel panel. Didn't see him at all for the rest of the convention, basically, because he wanted to go see, to see that panel. And it's ridiculous. I mean, it's cool. Like interacting with the booths and the displays and seeing Tyrese kick people away from because he doesn't want people to not take his picture without being paid. Is that why? He, he, was he having people like remove people yeah. that got too close? Yeah. 
that's but at the same time like it's kind of the most pointless thing that you can go to like and unless you're going for to experience being in with these other people and like and that's where i think i like things like the denver comic-con better because they're like you can go to the panels without too much hassle you can go do the celebrity pictures or meet and greets whatever without too much difficulty this last year the the lines for the celebrity pictures i was surprised at like how short they were yeah but the merchant area was completely packed yep so and they do a pretty good job at the denver one of kicking people out if you're not here to see x celebrity at x time like you need to get you can't just hang out they sometimes they're like if if they know that the celebrity is going to be here in a couple hours and you're just waiting in line for them they'll wait they'll let you wait but they're not going to let you wait like eight hours <laughs> but um and so that's where my love hate relationship so like i i don't think i'd ever go back to like san diego comic-con or like these huge one of these huge conventions it's just not worth it to me because you're paying you pay 400 300 dollars for a ticket you're paying four or five hundred dollars for a ho- a night for yeah. a hotel stay, absolutely ridiculous. And then it's just like, why? Like I could be better putting this money to better use for other things. Like I can I can do other things with my to benefit my hobbies that I actually care about and will interact with more than two hours to do that. But to kind of go full circle with it like having these experiences with Haley and showing her like, these are what conventions are like. These are the things that you can do. These are, this is the extravagance that some of these places put up with. Like when you go to BlizzCon, like they're, it's extravagant. Like you see these giant statues, lifelike statues of like Sylvanas and uh, Illidan and Kerrigan from Starcraft and stuff. And they're awesome to to see in person you can go get pictures with all beside them and things like that you don't gotta pay no don't gotta pay <laughs> what's your opinion on that for celebrities like yeah. asking for money i think their time is worth something yeah. so i think they can charge whatever they want i think some of the people that charge like a hundred dollars for a signature and a minute of their time is astronomical right but at the same time like I can't fault them if people are are paying. Well, there's there's no shortage of people willing to pay it. Yeah. But I also see it from the point of view of say that I would say the average people do ask for like a hundred bucks. So you sign. What what would you guess? How many people are coming to see Gus Fring at Comic Con? Thousand. thousand yeah so what's that 10 grand 10 grand just for for a day's work but what's 10 grand to gus well depending right? i mean for some of them like they're they might not have a lot of like liquid capital to some to some of them it. like like the the pink power ranger like yeah they might be yeah, ashley might, joe johnson they, yeah. you know the name okay. yeah, yeah yeah you might <laughs> you might need the money but like William Shatner. Oh yeah. It's like, I don't, but at the hundred dollars isn't a ton of money for me to spend. If William Shatner is like my favorite actor, but isn't it 
I mean, I guess it, it probably isn't fun for them, but the problem is, is they're probably not making they they might be making a certain small. They probably amount. have to split that shit. They probably making a small percentage of money from just being at the convention. They probably don't make a whole lot. They make maybe five thousand, ten thousand a day, just to make an appearance. What what's five thousand dollars to you when you made twenty million on your last film or whatever? Right? Like, isn't that there's. There's got to be some middle ground. Oh, 100%. And, and I guess this is what the middle ground is, that you want a picture with Jason Momoa, you got to pay 100 bucks. Yeah, but, I think the pictures are a little disingenuous because you get like two seconds with them for a picture. Right. You just get the, the thing to put on uh, the wall. Put the thing on the foot on the wall, and they and maybe them to autograph it when you come back through, if you get it before their meet and greets. But, yeah, it's... I wouldn't want to do it. If, if I was no, so Tom Cruise, at, at, at like, some there's no point, fucking way I'm showing up. Yeah, so at scrubs. some point, like, but at some point too, I think I'll, some of them know that, like, I'm not here because I'm nobody. I'm here because the fans want me to be here. So I'm not gonna say that it's disingenuous, but it's just like let me get a little something out of it for. For being here at least i would think i would get more out of like an ego boost of like all oh, these people think i'm i'm awesome and some of them might than, do it than for that than, too. Than, <laughs> than i would out of like if they get five grand put into their bank account they, they don't they don't notice it they they would never all, notice that it, a lot of it's all right? cash too so they don't even have to disclose it you just hand the you just hand some of them you can just hand cash, cash. they have like a little handler that you hand the cash to and they ask you like what do you want your what do you want signed or what do you and that's it and that's it oh shit i thought you would pay the like the convention oh no like ahead of time or, or something you just hand them a hundred dollar bill yeah and they're like oh yeah yes yeah. hello up? friend <laughs> yeah. I'd give me. I'd pay thousand dollars for Decker Kane to say, "Hey, oh, I will listen." <laughs> thousand dollars. I was going to pay for Mark Paul Gosseler to take a picture with me. Yeah, and, and they canceled. And they canceled the whole say by the, not the whole cast, but I think it was him and Mario Lopez and Elizabeth the, Berkeley. Like, and I was like, I'm going to this thing anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the list of celebrities and there's like people in there I really like, but like, I'm Zach. not, I'm not <laughs> paying a hundred dollars to get a picture taken with Charlie Cox. Like I just don't care that much. Yeah. This dude has been with me my entire life. <laughs> I can't remember a time in my life when Zach Morris did not exist. There are mornings. Like if I got a lazy Saturday morning and I just want to like, kind of lay in bed for two hours before I get up. Hulu, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just watch them say, and it's like, this is the best show ever made. This is the best 30 minute show. Well, shit. It's, it's in the top three. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay a hundred bucks to get my picture taken with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. I love Seinfeld, but like he doesn't have that Zach Morris power. And for him to cancel, it was like, well, like there's nobody here with that level of like nostalgia. It just seems kind of 
cheesy that like Jason Momoa will not be remembered 30 years from now. Like he's, he's mega popular now. And then he's just going to kind of, no one's going to remember his, his acting chops or whatever, right? Some other attractive dude will come along and he'll be forgotten. Having a picture of me with that dude what's that gonna mean yeah when i'm when i'm 50 or whatever like Like, so like the first time we went we took pictures and they were people that i kind of picked out and it was just people that i thought she would be multiple yeah you dropped some money yeah it was was, okay not just once but twice (laughs) but like we got sean astin goonies get goonies for goonies for me but um he uh he signed a uh raphael uh, photo because he's the voice of Raphael from Ninja Turtles, yeah. and she was really into Ninja Turtles at the time. So, was when was Corey Feldman involved with Ninja Turtles? What was that? Because wasn't he Michelangelo for a while? I don't know. Is was that, that not the, true? I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't. Maybe it's not true. Maybe he were originally, but I don't think he was part of the original crew. Was. Because Sean Astin, original no cartoon no 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 this okay. was like the two thousand through like two thousand five two thousand the weird faced ones yeah the Michael Bay uh no the actual like cartoon like Nickelodeon cartoon they, oh, like a reboot oh, oh, okay okay uh, and we did like Manu Bennett who was Is... from he was from Arrow but he was in Spartacus and a couple other things okay um uh what did we did i did uh jewel state and i can't why can't i think his name from firefly fillion no it wasn't Fillion. he what? wasn't there for that one. Oh, i was gonna say who would you pick that isn't him it was wash it was the blonde pilot guy okay the, yeah. the funny guy um and then we did uh did the red both, power ranger did you both get the pictures taken yeah you got? yeah so do they charge you double no so you, for a hundred bucks if that's the price you could bring your whole crew yeah. for the photo. I think they say like they usually say like one or like like one plus one or something oh, like that. Okay. So, so okay. for so for for that one it was a lot of us just me picking who I thought she was. Is Firefly that good? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But it's is, not... is it as good as everyone says it is? Because everyone says it's like one of the best. <sighs> no. Would you I... tell me to watch it? Because no. you never have. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. It is definitely not a you show. Bigger, better, or better or worse than the X Files? For you, worse. You think it's better? I don't think it's better. I think it's different. Okay. All right. They're both science fiction. But sci- X Files is this serious. Like, is this show not serious? It's at not all? serious. It's a sci fi western with comedy elements, basically. Did you watch Orville? No, I have not watched Orville. I do. It's good. I've heard it's good, but I I can't bring myself to watch it (laughs) because he's in it. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not even. I only like dislike him for Family Guy. I cannot stand Family Guy or American Dad or whatever that bullshit is. But um, but the second year we went, there was like she wanted to get pictures with like the Weasley twins from Harry Potter. Who are they? The ginger redhead twins. They're part of the Is that Ron's? Ron's brothers. Oh, it's not including Ron. It wasn't including including Ron. It was the actual twins, Fred and George Weasley. Oh, okay. And she got like shell shocked. 
like starstruck yeah. in front of us. She couldn't even talk. She like stood behind me when we were doing it. So they, that was cool. And she are, was crying. Are they recurring was, throughout the movies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and I I did a Felicia Day, which she did not get a picture with. And then I get endless amounts of shit from that from my wife. She's not as hot as her. She's not no. get mad at your husband hot. No, but apparently to Vega to <laughs> okay. is. So I just get endless amounts of shit for that. But so it's like, so like that was a mixture at that point of like things that we did. So you spent thousands of dollars. Yeah. On these trips. Yeah. BlizzCon, I had to scalp tickets for. I paid like. I remember you telling me about It was like 40% up price that I got them for before they got to like 200%. Yeah. So. I think I remember trying to buy those at the time right yeah weren't we trying to like like the 9 a.m on yeah. sale thing yeah that shit never works now no it's so you're bad you're so out of luck when it comes yeah to I, I just hate that shit they just i don't there's that's a different conversation for a different time i was <laughs> talking about internet bots and scalpers and all the other bullshit that comes along with it but so it's just like like the nice thing is, is like those interests merge. And so the idea of like her going to BlizzCon is like, she's asking me, is like, now is like, I'd love to go to another BlizzCon again with you. That's cool to me. Like, because like, I've never prompted that conversation. Right. You don't want to put it out there that I got to spend $5,000. But if she wanted to go and I can make it happen financially, (laughs) okay, sure. Well, let's go do that again. Let's. Do you think that, the kids now I've asked, I've asked this to Mike and David before other Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting you too confused. No, I, I, I assumed I'm very aware of which <laughs> one is which it, yes. Other Mike. <laughs> did the, did the kids realize how good they have it? That their parents are into this shit because we did not have that when if, if there were these conventions or video game releases or movies, my parents would take me to the theater and like drop me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now like I'm dressed up as Kylo Ren waiting outside rise of Skywalker yeah. in 2019 with a cooler of drinks and a fucking shitload of donuts. That was shit was fun as fuck. And <laughs> You 12-year-old kids are coming whether you want to or not. And then, like, they love it. Yeah. But that was not an option for us ever. No. There was no interaction between maybe sports, maybe. My dad really liked Indiana Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones was fine. But there wasn't a lot of Indiana Jones going on. In the 90s, <laughs> no, for, for my dad and I to like bond with, but now the shit that the kids we sound so old, right? We do, the shit yeah. That the kids are into is the same shit that we're into, but we just get to all go do it together, yeah. But do they realize, like, you, you guys are lucking out, you didn't even have to ask to go to this shit that. I'm taking you because I'm going and <laughs> you can come along, but like 
Yeah. You, you never have to ask, like, can we go do this weird nerdy thing? I'm like, no, like, yeah, we're, we're going. obviously we're doing going. this. Yeah. Why are you asking? I think that, I think at the, depends on the age, right? I think if they're young enough, they're not going to realize how lucky they got it until they're an adult and they have to financially figure out how <laughs> to do this themselves. Don't even get how how do we afford to do the shit that we do it is insane how expensive this shit is and it's just like crippling debt i'm just kind of like i mean i want to do it but then it's easy to be like oh the kids will like it it's, it's like an excuse yeah. to go do shit that you probably shouldn't spend the money to do because it's like oh the, the kids will like it when it's really just like i want to go to denver comic-con but it's like, oh, this is, we're doing this for you. You know, it's an easy yeah. way to kind of like. The, the first time was, hey, I, was always, hey, I will, I'm doing, I'm going to go try to go to this thing. Would you like to come with me? The answer was yes. She would wanted to try to experience it. And the second time there was more interest. And the third time there was, that was, it was very similar to the, yes, let's make this happen kind of thing. But at some point too, it was like. Yeah, like, are we forcing this on them? And, <laughs> and they don't really want to do that. They just want to actually just stay home or in the hotel and swim at the hotel pool or watch whatever. YouTube. Watch YouTube. YouTube has become, like, enemy number one. Because <laughs> it's, like, especially... Put, put, you could put YouTube and Twitch in the same category for this. Like, hey, I bought you... Red Dead Redemption 2. It's one of the best games ever made. Now you can play it. Oh, I already watched somebody play it on YouTube. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not the same. <laughs> but it's like, oh, well, yeah, I watched like a 20 minute, you know, recap or whatever. It's like, oh, okay. Like, Joni's son never asks for any games ever. He never plays any games ever. Because he just watches Let's Plays. But he loves games and talking about them, but he just watches other people play them. And I got him Game Pass. I was yeah. like, dude, just go fucking nuts. Play anything you want to play. It's all free. And I walk in there and he's watching, watching <laughs> you know, like Minecraft Let's Play. And it's like, you own Minecraft. You could go do this <laughs> yourself. I can't connect with with that like the, i don't i don't get it yeah it's a different that's a different beast to me and just in general because it's like i have friends that are on twitch and yeah, i watch them play yeah. on twitch and we played on twitch yeah three nights ago yeah, and some of that is is just same thing with World of Warcraft playing in Ventrilo. It's just hanging out with a group of like-minded people, whether or not you can actually talk with them directly because you're talking with a chat that's scrolling 50 miles a minute. On Twitch, uh, yes. On Twitch, on, yes. On YouTube, no. But I'm just saying, just like, to me, like wa watching somebody play on Twitch and being able to interact with, because the games I'm watching them interact with, I don't watch them play single-player games. I watch them play MMOs that have no story correlation or nothing that's going to expose me to some spoilers or some, something that I might 
interrupt my enjoyment of the gameplay. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I think it's just a whole different mentality of, I think you're going to have people that are that way. It's, I think it's the same way. I, I can the only thing I can correlate it to is people watching sports to a, to a lesser, to an extent is, yeah, you could go play golf. You could go play golf, but I could also watch somebody play golf or I could go play soccer or I could watch this world cup game and get some, the same amount of enjoyment out of it. I, I could not go play in a world cup game. Not saying if you go play world cup game, go say, go play soccer. (laughs) But like, can I, can I, can I ask 10 of my friends to come out to the field and play soccer? Maybe not, maybe not where, maybe not here. Maybe if you lived in South Carolina, still. I was going to say, I think most people that watch sports play sports, but that's not, that's, that's not, not true. true at that's all. That's not true. I, I know. I, <laughs> I, that's why I didn't say it. That's why I prefaced well, it. I'm, that's <laughs> why I said it for you. They probably used to at some point in their life, right? Like I played baseball in middle school or some shit. So I don't, it is, it is the same thing, but it's not as accessible to go play baseball as it is to like play Tetris. Yeah. Like you're holding the controller. The Xbox is on. You're on the YouTube app. You're watching someone play Tetris. You could play Tetris without even moving. But I think some of it too could be like, are they wanting to watch people that are playing at a higher level than they can play at? No, no, because Tetris wasn't a good example. (laughs) The example would be Assassin's Creed or Red Dead Redemption or something. Yeah. the last of us. Like, but I was saying, are they doing like things in the game that they couldn't potentially do themselves? Oh, like weird shit or like, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, and that's where I they're getting it, When I see it, it's just like the Homer Simpson into the, into the, into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, I can't, I can't. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's a weird, I, I think that's just a generational thing that we probably will never understand the same way our parents never understood our investment into wanting to play video games or stay inside. Or I don't like to think that I've got to that point where I don't understand the kids. Because <laughs> I'm not to that point. <laughs> the majority of, I don't know, I guess the weird <laughs> shit. The weird shit that you see, like the TikTok pranks or challenges, I can remember friends that would do dumb shit like that. Yeah. It just wasn't recorded and put out on the internet, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't spread because you couldn't like show it off. But I remember people doing really stupid, really dumb shit. It was just kind of contained in that moment. Yeah. So I can kind of understand I don't know. It, it's weird because you know, you always had people. I, I can't even think of the the tapes I used to buy with the guys who did the prank calls. All the, the jerky boys. the jerky boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go and do jerky boy shit afterwards, or you, God forbid. I'm not saying I ever did any of this, but you go watch Jackass and you go do Jackass shit. 
And I, <laughs> if I had a friend that became one of those people, I was immediately not their friend. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to hang out with anybody where I have to worry about you like, Punching me in the junk or shaving my head or hitting me with the staplers or whatever. It was just like, if there was like the slightest inclination that they were going down that path, it was just like, move, move on. Like new friend. Mm -hmm. Like I do. I hate that shit. And you know that if your kids watch that shit and they think it's funny, if you have two kids and they start doing that shit to each other, you know, it's going to escalate to the point where like somebody's going to get really actually mad or really hurt, or they're going to start doing that shit to you. Yeah. And it's like, you yeah, have, like, this ends <laughs> now. <laughs> like there, this is not something. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I think you always have something within those generations that you look at and just, you just can't, you can't grasp why they're doing it that way. I guess that's my thing. It's the let's play thing. It's, yeah. I just, but like, you know, Kyle that we played with the other night, like that's how he supplements his income. Yep. It's like he has a small group of people that support him in a small way. And it's like, that's cool. I guess, man, like it's, I couldn't do it. It's weird. I feel too. I like, it's funny because I say like I say that I, I, I couldn't do it, but I literally sat there and did it with you guys. You got a like, YouTube channel with like 15, 20 views on some shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's I got, I got a couple hundred views on some videos. Oh, do you? Yeah, on some? So. but I mean, most of that's for me to kind of easily yeah. display. It's like, hey, let me show you this dumb thing that happened in a game. Or, yeah, that's what I use. That's basically Instagram is like my photo album for me. Yeah. Because you have, what do I have, like 5,000 pictures on my phone <laughs> that I'm never going to look at. But if I put them on Instagram, every once in a while I can like have this photo album that just kind of like, these are these are moments. Yeah. So I get it. I was going to say, I was, my, I was looking at my views. What was my number one most viewed thing? It's not much. Five hundred and thirty-seven views. <laughs> Woo! Man. You ever you ever get any emails from YouTube about monetization? No, <laughs> not there yet. I hated the short amount of time that I posted shit on YouTube. I hated it. <laughs> I don't think that that. I will go out of my way to not have interaction with people, so it's weird to invite interaction upon yourself yeah. by like posting your shit out there. But there's no denying that it, that it works Yeah, for some that's people. That's true. You got anything that you want to touch on before we're done? I don't. Unless you got any no. deep, deeper questions I, that you need answered. <laughs> it kind of went like through the couple like things that I had, made notes of the conversation just kind of naturally yeah. went that way. That's how it always so. goes with us. Yeah. It's just it's really like, it's like we're friends or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. It's weird. But yeah, it's, I mean, if you oh, want to, if you want to okay. completely go back full circle, but I'll let you answer your question first. Will you forget yours? No. Okay. What's your favorite GameStop memory? Oh God. Do you have 
one that would be I'll give you I'll give you two because they're separate in my mind for different reasons. Okay. Gears three launch night okay. will always be my number one. Because okay. that shit was crazier than it had any right to be. We made that stuff so fun for everybody to come in there and fucking Tony coming in and buying sitting down playing Gears three and we sold him an Xbox in Gears that night. Didn't he come in shit talking Microsoft and he was like a Sony fan? Yeah, or the yeah. whole time. But just like having the tournament, like little like TV setup that we freaking bent over backwards to get happening for like the TVs from Rena Center and all that stuff. Did like was that the Qdoba Rib City? Yeah, yeah, that shit okay. was awesome. Yeah, and like I think that's when we did that. Like I think if you see for a little while, like our midnight openings for a while after that were like they weren't crazy as that but they were just fun people were having a good time um and then no shit talk on them but delta boys oh yeah <laughs> when yeah. they i swear to god <laughs> those guys came in and literally i swear to god if there was an old lady in front of them they would have pushed that old lady down to yeah, run yeah. in to get their pokemon was something up with them or not. I think they probably were like on the spectrum, spectrum somewhere. That's why I say no shit talk to them. But and they were just like cool, like they weren't chill dudes who were just so excited to come in and get their shiny Pokemon that night. How how old do you think they were? They were probably in their thirties <laughs> because they still they're because oh their mom brought them in, right? Which yeah. lends to the is something going yeah, yeah. on with you. But but the enjoyment that they had to to, to yeah. do that, yeah, they were like, I and can't I'll, think of anybody else that came in excited as they were with that level of consistency. Yeah, like every time that there was a Pokemon, we saw them, it just brought when you see them in the parking lot on the way in, you just get the smile, so, yeah. and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. If that was our store as in it wasn't a GameStop, mm -hmm. but we had opened like a used game store and we had the ability to have events like that gears event and keep the store open. I, I could see myself still working there to this day <laughs> with like a all the hate when you see the cardboard box come in yeah and you, you know you're gonna turn on and roaches are gonna run out of it yeah as much as i hated that feeling of here comes the trash that someone's trying to sell me those nights like those midnight releases because we went way out of our way to borrow the tvs and to go to the local restaurants and make it honestly it, it it could have been and it almost was like a community event similar yeah. to where like the the salon in town would have like like a makeover night or some shit like that like we probably could have reached out to whatever the city that yeah. shit is and been like can we get like a Montrose like stamp on this as like a an event and you would put it 
advertise it somewhere right. or whatever. Yeah. That shit was actually like fulfilling as a job where yeah. it's like this, like we did this. This wasn't some shit where GameStop was like, you got to do this. Right. No, this is like, something that we wanted to do and it to make it more fun. Came together. Because midnight releases are boring as shit. You just sit there. You People come in starting about 9 o'clock and they just stand you around. Stand there and wait because they want to be first in line. That's a freaking Elder Scrolls night was. Except for the fact we had like 200 more people for Elder Scrolls <laughs> night than we anticipated. <laughs> but... Yeah, that was my shining moment of like, I don't think it'll be that busy. You and I can handle it. <laughs> nope. That was the biggest release we had the entire time. But yeah, I completely agree. And it's just like, like, and where I was saying, like, you would have people come to our midnight releases because when we did stuff like that, you would just have people that would come in and hang out. They wouldn't go come and pre-purchase the game or buy a copy of the game. But they would still come in and hang out, fill up the store, and just have a good time. And it was it was just fun to have that interaction of people. Because at, at that point, it's not just the sweaty nerds that are coming in. It's actually, like, the people <laughs> that are just... The Delta Boys. That are just excited to just be there. And they're just not going to say... I'm sorry, do you guys have the... Uh, uh, triple limited edition copy of elder scrolls three morrowind that only two copies ever existed came out um remember when norman corrected somebody about the dragon shout thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah shit like that uh, like i know i should talking to them either because like you gotta have them like they are an essential part of that business and but at the same time like if you owned your own store like you're gonna get those kind of people yeah. that come in yeah. Or like you're only gonna give me five dollars for this game that I paid three hundred dollars for yeah. eighteen years ago. Yeah, it it's just not that that rare. But my my the other one that I would remember is the stupid um what were those cheap ass guitar sets? Rocks Oh, not Rocksmith. Rock, no, Rocksmith. Power. Power gig. Power gig. When we took him to Walmart? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking. We're not, we're not going to go there. We're not incriminating ourselves on that one. But just like that giant ass display we had to have in the middle of the store <laughs> because there was no other place to put them. Yeah, that was awesome. I don't think. What we sell? Maybe one. Maybe, maybe we sold two one. or two. Yeah. Power gig. I want to look those up on, on eBay and see if they're still if they're still out there. But yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. But you said you so. Yeah, where I was gonna go is this idea of like we were talking about the conversation being natural and coming back full circle to you. Like it's just like you and I are one of those people. Who's like we don't have to communicate every day on a daily basis to say like, Oh, this friendship still does exist in some meaningful capacity. Right. And we also don't have to have deep intellectual conversations every time <laughs> that we have to have a conversation. Right. 
but it's funny because where I was going to go with this is I was like, I remember the, when my, I, the, it's, it's not a sad moment. <laughs> but when we were at my dad's little like after funeral thing event and I was trying to introduce Joni at the house, the house. Okay. and I'm like this is his Joni <laughs> because I didn't know how to introduce it and she's like how do you not know and I'm like we don't talk that deep all the time I don't know if you're his girlfriend partner I don't know what the fuck to call you <laughs> That was that that was the only funeral I've ever been to. Really? Unless there was something when I was like single digit age. Like you went to like 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 I just don't remember. Or uncle, great aunt. That's crazy to me. It, the, the shitty thing is that if that's not true, and there's someone <laughs> I forgot, that, that <laughs> sucks for them. Like, you I didn't, went to your funeral you and totally forgot. You didn't them. go to your dad's? No. Uh-uh. Or not your dad, dad, but your yeah, my like, my biological like, dad. No. Yeah. And or your shit. Your when um, my mom's when my your, stepdad what? died, my. Oh Jesus Christ! My when my when my grandma's husband <laughs> yeah that's where died, I was going. My granddad called me to tell me that he had died. Yeah, because my mom was already in those beginning stages of Alzheimer's. Yeah, that she she didn't tell me, and my granddad told me like two weeks after oh that's he, shitty he oh that's crazy so my we'll just say my stepdad's kids that i was never close with i didn't really know them they didn't call me and tell me but they thought i found this out way later they thought that i just chose not to come because i didn't give a shit but they thought that obviously that my mom had called me and told me Yeah. that I was like, I didn't even know until after the funeral and everything had happened. Did that. So for, so was there stress between you until that stuff between your, you and the step kids until on, that point on their end until they pr- found probably out probably because they had probably been carrying that around for, did they like forgive or understand afterwards? It just came out randomly because I was telling a story about how my how it was weird that my mom's ex-husband told me that her current husband <laughs> died and how it must have gone through. There's no way that my mom called her ex-husband, called my dad to say, yeah, my husband died. It must have been my aunt. That some never really liked me some third my dad yeah. and we were just talking about that because it was during the weird like alzheimer's brother stealing the money yeah shit and they were like oh we always thought it was weird you weren't there 
we never knew that you didn't know. And yeah, so and that, I, that makes more sense. And they were like, yeah, like we thought it was, we always wondered why you weren't there. It seemed kind of messed up. Yeah. And I was like, I, no one told me. Yeah. Like my, my dad told me, which is the last person you would expect to call you to, to like tell yeah. you that kind of news. But when we had to go through the whole take care of my mom, get the brother out, me and the husband's kids became like acquaintances. <laughs> Not like we're, close. We're but... friends. They, they, they throw like, Hey, your, your family, but I would, I don't, it sounds like an asshole thing to be like, we're not family, but like, we don't call each other on Thanksgiving yeah, or Christmas or each other's birthdays. Like if I needed something, they, depending on what it is, may help, but like they live in weird ass places too. So one of them lives in like the middle of Oklahoma and we happened to be driving through there when we went to Arkansas a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, we're going to be near you. And we like had lunch together and it was totally normal and enjoyable, but it didn't, we didn't grow up together. Yeah. We never lived in the same house. Like, but is that you? Are we breaking into your car? I don't think so. But not right. anyway, that's that was all I was gonna say. So, whoa, that was I was just ending. I was just well, it's just like I just like we don't we're not one of those people that have to like interact and talk. So like, but every time we do talk, it's just natural. It's like it's not like you. We need to catch up on a million different things that have happened in our lives. We still interact regularly if something i do have those friends where it's like once a year once every like like boba Mm -hmm. like he just had a fucking baby so now he's got like four kids and he's 40 he's 44 Mm -hmm. he just had a baby and i haven't talked to him in so long that he was oh yeah i got a baby (laughs) and that was like okay so when we talk it's like Hey man, like what's new? What big thing has happened in your life? Because that's kind of the closeness that we have when I go, which isn't often, but, and hang out with them. It's just like this where it's like, Oh, like we're friends. We just have a conversation. But if something big happened in your life, I would expect that you would come and tell me that I wouldn't have to be like, Hey man, you're not going to find out. And then you're like, Oh, I got got divorced. Yeah. And it's like, Whoa. whoa." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like where was I during that whole process? Yeah. And when shit has come up that I've needed to vent or talk about, I just, Hey, I got to talk to you. And you're like, okay. Yep. And it's like, Hey, I got a dog. Can you let it jump out of your moving car window? And you're like, sure. Sure, Absolutely. (laughs) I can do that. I'll pick him up at noon. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. It was sad when she died. 
I'm going to leave it on a super depressing note. Yeah. That so, shit sucked. Yeah. But so was Angel when we had to put her down. <sighs> That's so. right. We had to put her down right, uh, right, right at the start of COVID stuff, too, for us. So. My friend Dale just had to put his dog down like a month ago. Yeah, it sucks. It's a shitty experience. I don't yeah. like it. I cried. <laughs> this is going to sound fucked up. But I, cry, I cried more for her than I ever cried for anything related to my dad's death. Really? Yeah. You know why that is? No. I think I accepted my dad's death pretty early on, though. Right. Like, when my mom passes, it's going to be kind of like, fucking, finally. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because it has been so many years where you're just like, I mean, I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. And like your dad told you he was sick and you had, like you knew it was coming. I, as right? soon as he told me he was sick, I thought that was pretty much. That was that. that like there was no getting help from, to me, like even though he was trying to pursue stuff. But the dog, like with buttons. Yeah, it was. It was like. Boom. Normal buttons behavior. Shitting blood. And I was like, oh. Yep. And then dead. Yep. And it was like within. Oh, 12 hours. Yeah. Angel was, we probably knew for about a week beforehand. Because she ate that battery or whatever, right? No, this didn't was. Didn't have something to do with it? Nope. No, it didn't? She just died old age. She just got old. She stopped eating. Did you take her in with yeah. the battery thing? Well, I took her in. She got better after that. But yeah, she was straight up shit in oh. blood and she got better. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that why was, I remember it. Then, that, was right, that was right around the buttons jumping out of the car thing. <laughs> She took that just fine. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't give a nope. shit about it. <laughs> she she tucked and rolled and ran to the field. <laughs> That's a moment that I can see perfectly in my mind of her like running through that was like a farm field. Yeah. Just smiling her ass off with like blood all over her face. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. She had like, a, she had those little scars afterwards, like a couple like pit scars yeah. from the road, but that was about it. I felt so bad too. Because you were on your way to Denver. I was like, dude, your car, your dog jumped out of my fucking car. Out I of <laughs> the front driver's <laughs> window. Yeah. Not out of the back window, which the, would make sense. Didn't have a back window. She pushed. Oh, was that the neon? That was, she pushed my front seat forward while enough, you were driving. While I was driving and just jumped. That makes no sense. So yes, we'll end it on a less somber note with buttons. But thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining. Of course.